Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back here to another awesome episode of You Got This with your hosts Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. And we have an interesting uh, show today. It's going to be a two-parter of teachings of, in regards to being called don't settle keep going and what do you you may ask what does that mean like well it means when we're going through trials and tribulations that we've been talking about for the last several weeks it may be hard and you may wonder why am i going to keep doing this why am i keep doing this why don't i go my own way and sometimes you do it and it's like all hell breaks loose you're like nothing's going right then you want to blame god for why it's not going right well reason why it's not going right because he told you to keep going it's all about perseverance and strive to keep on going for what your goals are and god's going to help you out if those goals are meant for you sometimes you think oh these these goals are awesome but it's not what god wants for you and you always have to trust deep down in your heart that god knows what's best for you he knows more about you than you do he knows what's in your heart more than you do and that's what this is all about just striving to keep going through the trials that God wants you to learn even though it sucks you're getting tired of this you're like you know what I'm done well just keep going it it will be all right in the end everything will work out to the betterment of all everybody if you just keep going and keep striving to your ultimate dream ultimate goal right honey yes and I'd like to begin uh, telling you a story about Abraham and his father see it wasn't Abraham that the first command to go into the promised land was given it was his father it was his father Terah so if you'd like to get your Bibles and follow along turn to Genesis chapter 11 we're going to be reading from verses 27 through 32 this is the account of Terah's family line Terah became the father of Abraham, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran became the father of Lot. While his father Terah was still alive, Haran died in Ur of the Chaldeans, in the land of his birth. Abram and Nahor both married. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, the father of both Milcah and Ishka. Now, Sarai was childish because she was not able to conceive. Terah took his son Abraham, his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abraham, and together they sought out, they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Terah lived 205 years and he died in Haran. Now, is that where God told him to go? No. God wanted them to go to Canaan, but he didn't. He was called to move to the land of Canaan, but he didn't go. Where he settled Haran is from the word Hebrew word origin, karar, um, meaning hot, scorched. This is a symbol for judgment, which follows disobedience and unbelief. 
for it is impossible to please God if you don't trust him and we read that in Hebrews eleven six. And without faith, is it, imposs- it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seeks him. So then his father didn't do it. So he commanded Genesis. And we read that in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. The Lord had said to Abram, go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you I will curse and all people on the earth will be blessed through you. You see, all you have to do is be obedient to God and continue in his will and it is going to be hard sometimes. But that's why he gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us the Holy Spirit who was another word for him is our comforter and he teaches us he leads us and guides us and you can find these things as you read through the book of john all through chapter 14 through 17 you're going to read a lot about the holy spirit see if we are not watchful we can let the path worry us as well just like it did from abraham's father tara we can be weary from life circumstances and the things that come our way and just as you need food for your body you need food for your spirit that keeps you strong that keeps you from getting discouraged you need the word daily you need your spiritual food if you don't get it you're going to be weak and you're going to be ripe for the enemy to attack you exactly and nobody wants to be attacked by the enemy we got to be strong we got to be able to fight back the way that God wants us to fight back. We can't lay down and just let the enemy take over everything because that's what the enemy wants us to take over everything, make us depressed, make us like feel like we're worthless pieces of garbage. God wants us to strive. We're not going to have it easy by any means. There's no such thing as being easy when we're following life, following God in Christ. We have to strive to be better. We have to do what God tells us to do, even though it's hard, even though we get tired, even though... Where we think that oh this is where we need to be no it's not where you need to be because God wants you somewhere else and um, it's it's all about perseverance and I'm gonna read a few uh, future uh, paragraphs here when you're called to do something for the Lord be obedient be quick to obey first Samuel 15 22 to 23 says do does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of the rams. For rebellion is like sin of divination, and arrogance like the evil idolatry, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. Exactly. Hey, uh, one, we got to be obedient. When God has commanded you to do something or go somewhere, be quick to obey. It's like your parents say, go do something. Well, God's telling you to do the same thing. Do something. As the road gets weary and lonesome, wearisome and long, rest, but get back up and keep going. It is obedient to who, uh, who are blessed. James 1.25 says, but whoever looks intently into perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they, in what they do. John thirteen seventeen says, Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Right. 
it's not hard to do what we're told to do, but for some reason, we, just because it gets long and arduous and hard, we stop doing it. Well, what happens when you're in the Olympics? You get tired, you but you keep going. Life is like the Olympics. We have to strive for our best to keep doing what we're supposed to do to honor God. He died on the cross for us. He was beaten until beyond recognition, all bloodied up, but he still carried the cross and he still was nailed on the cross for us. If that's not love and dedication for us, I don't know what is. Why can't we give the same thing to him? That's right. And God does promise to help us. He helps us along the way. And he says that in Psalm 55:22, he says, Cast your cares upon the Lord. Um, that means give it over to him. Cast our cares upon the Lord, for He cares for you. He will never let the righteous to be shaken. That's a promise from God. Psalm 68, 19 says, Praise the Lord who daily bears our burdens. When they get too heavy a load for us to carry, He will do so. Even He had help when He was carrying the cross up the hill to Golgotha. And so, even if He needed help, how much more will He understand that we need help along the way too? And if you read in 2 Corinthians, starting at verse 3, it says that God comforts us in our troubles with the comfort that we ourselves receive from God. See, we comfort others from the comfort that we ourselves receive from God. So when we comfort others, we can there pass it along to others because we've learned, we've received, and now we can pass on what we've learned to other people. See, these trials help in so many ways. As we learn from our trials and we grow, we're able to help others. So God understands that you you need to rest. Remember Elijah when he ran from the king after he killed all those false um, false prophets of Baal? And then at the word of one woman, Jezebel, he runs. Oh my goodness. Oh, to me, that was kind of humorous. But at the threat of one woman, he leaves and he runs. But see, he was wore out. He was tired and God gave him that. He needed to rest. But then when it was time to go, it was, okay, it's time to go. And we need to remember that. God will allow us that rest. But don't stay there. God told me one time when I had um, gotten really angry with him after my son died. And I didn't talk to him for about a month. And then my, one of my best friends called and just gave me a word. And it just brought me back. And, and I was feeling bad about not talking to him. And he gave me something that he is so full of grace. So full of mercy. We're harder on ourselves sometimes than he is. But he told me this. Your faith isn't judged in the momentary weaknesses. It's in the getting back up. If you run a race and you fall along the way, yet you get up and continue on even to win the race, are you still no less a winner even though you fell along the way? You see, when we're running and we're running along on a path, when we fall, do we have to go back to the beginning of the path? No, we continue on from where we left off. So our next point, don't lose heart. Be obedient was the first one, but next is don't lose heart. Because your labor is not in vain. He sees your heart. He sees your perseverance. He knows your weariness. He knows 
your integrity he knows the humility you have within you he knows your love he sees the length of time you've been on this trial and you've been building character and you're becoming stronger and you're becoming a courageous warrior for God but he understands the weakness you have sometimes when the trial gets really long and arduous and he says in 1 Corinthians 15 58 therefore my dear brothers and sisters stand firm let nothing move you always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor for the Lord is not in vain your labor is not in vain and on those paths oh there's so many lessons to be learned so don't settle he's preparing you he's training you as soldiers and I believe he even says that I think it's in second Timothy he says he is training you as soldiers so if he's training you to be a soldier that means he has a lot of faith in you that he knows you're gonna make it that's it encourage you right there but there's so many lessons to learn besides opening our eyes to the sins that we commit there is so many lessons for us to learn along the way why don't you instead of complaining start asking God what are you trying to teach me open up my eyes exactly as kids we always want to defy our parents because we think our parents don't know as much as we do but later on in life we learn like man my mom and dad was right that sucks <laughs> but uh that's all we have to do with people is just follow the directions that god gives us he's not gonna come out of the sky and come down and direct us where we need to go not at all we all wish he would do that but uh, that'd be pretty incredible but he's not gonna do that he's gonna give us things on our heart and he's also going to put people in our way to direct us to where we need to go and give us the help that we need. That's what we got to learn out, learn from is just those signs and the people that are put in our paths to direct us where we need to go. I'm reminded of uh, James 1, chapter 1, verses 2 through 8. I'm going to read this passage for you real quick. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything if any of you lacks wisdom you will should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you but when you ask you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of a sea blown and tossed by the wind that a person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do that's, and that's you just got it's all about my second my, my favorite verse for we walk by faith and not by sight that that verse holds so true you got to let your faith guide you that's why we have faith faith is believing and knowing that what God is doing for you is real we got it's all about honestly I hate to say this but it's so true blind faith we got to believe without seeing just like a love in our heart for our wives or anything like that you know you love her but can you see her all the time same thing you're not going to be around your wife all the time, but you got to believe and trust that she's doing what she needs to do, just like she's trusting that you are doing what you need to do. We need to do the same thing with God because we love him so much. He is going to be through, be true to us and never let us fall. That's what we always got to remember. But we're going to take a quick break here and play an awesome song called, uh, what's it called? Lead, Lead Me by Hillsong United. 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and finish up the rest of this conversation right after this. Savior, I come, quiet my soul.
Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that song by Hillsong United. Um, we're finishing up with this conversation about the don't settle, keep going, and uh, we're going to keep on uh, going around here with this. And my wife, what do you have to add? Yes, I want to remind you of the Israelites. Do you know because of their lack of faith, it took them 40 years to make an 11 day journey. But God knew their hearts. They were ready to leave. Oh, yes, they were ready to leave Egypt. You know, isn't it the way it is? Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Oh, and then some of us even cry, Lord, I love you so much. And you were so on fire for him. Put me somewhere where I can be used. So he puts you in a, in a job where there's nothing but heathens and unbelievers around. And then you're crying, get me out of here. Well, he's probably up there saying, make up your mind. You told me to put you somewhere where you can be used, where you can be a light. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. But before a light shines, isn't the room dark? Pretty much. Isn't it dark? Yeah. Okay. And so, so when you ask God to put you somewhere to be used, don't complain if he puts you in a dark employment company, you know, where, where there's nothing but heathens around. The Lord led the Israelites through the wilderness. He led them the long way round in order to bring their impurities of their hearts to the surface. That's one of the things we see. We see what's in our heart. We see where our weaknesses lie. We see where we have sins that we need to repent of. And some of those weaknesses and some of those things that we do, we shouldn't be doing. They're hindering us. They may not always be sins, but they're things that are not good for our path. And sometimes maybe we're doing things that are enabling somebody else that's hindering their path. See, God knows what's in our heart. And so he knows the road to take us to get us to the point he wants us to be. In Exodus 13, 18, it says, So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt ready for battle. They were ready, but they lacked the faith and character to reach it. Your dreams will not take you where your character will not keep you. And by the way, that was said by Robert Morris, and I love that statement. See, after teaching the disciples about the parable of the seed and the sowers, then they set out for the lake on the other side. A storm broke out, and Jesus was asleep in the boat. Let me read that. Luke chapter 8, verses 23 through 25. One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out, and as they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the roaring waves. The storm subsided and all was calm. Where's your faith? he asked the disciples. In fear and amazement, they, a they asked one another who is this he commands even the wind winds and the water and they obey him see first they had to they, they had to learn who he was before they could set out and be the disciples he wanted them to be they had to learn he was teaching them all these parables but they had to truly get it in their heart who he really was so when his spirit is within them they're they're teaching with faith and with power because of that faith. See, you had to confess with your mouth. They had to learn before they can do that. Jesus taught them about who 
they were and who his family was his family are all who believe john 1 12 says yet to all who did receive him to those he became the children of god do you believe really who you are as a child of god have you confessed as it says in romans 10 9 and 10 if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and you will be saved for it is with your mouth that you confess in your heart that you believe and are saved you see he says also he says his mother and his brothers are those who hear god's word and puts it into practice and that's found in luke 8 21 and then see he is within you the one who calmed the storm that has the power is in you and his voice is in you through the holy spirit are you using that in your trials are you speaking to your mountains as he tells us to do to go to the other side of the lake means our trials and our pathway are going to get there you begin to learn and experience you become a child of god and then the path begins of learning and then you go to work the path of your trials of the wilderness period there to teach you and there to mold you that's all about what's in the Bible is teaching, teaching those disciples, teaching, well, I should say teach those disciples, teaching his disciples and teaching the children of Egypt. And I just have one question. The whole entire Bible is about that. The whole New Testament is about it. But yet, they always doubted him. How much convincing do people need to have in order to believe? I, I've, I haven't read the entire Bible. I'm not going to lie and say I did because I know I haven't. But based on what I've read about the Bible so far, as he tells these people over and over and over, shows them countless miracles, feeding, what, 10,000 people with a, two fish and a bread, and they still doubted him. How much more convincing do people need to have in order to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yes. So you have to remember in the Bible it does say 5,000. But you have to remember that was 5,000 men. So you know there was women and children along with them. But our trials, they, they weed out our impurities. He says in Matthew fifteen thirteen, he says... Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be pulled up by its roots. So you're going to encounter heavy storms along the way. But in Psalm 121, verse 8, it says, The Lord will watch over your coming and your going both now and forevermore. It says trials will grow your faith. 1 Peter 1, 6-8 says, In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you've not seen him, you love him, and though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice in the inexpressible and full of with joy inexpressible and full of glory trials will grow your passion and your purpose second timothy 2 21 those who you cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes made wholly useful to the master and prepared to do any good work you see trials are also to help us help to see what's in our heart it says that in deuteronomy 8 2 remember how the lord your god 
led you all the way in the wilderness those 40 years to humble you and test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. You see, our trials kind of tells God who we are, if we have staying power or if we're just going to quit and buckle. Well, our thing is, God always knows how long we're going to go with his certain tests and trials. He already knows it because he knows everything about us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. So he knows what's going to happen, and he has specific purpose for us, and he knows when we're going to do that. But he, we know that he has to train us up first because we're nowhere near ready for what he has in store for us, and that's why we're training now to do that. But we just don't know what that job he has for us is. I didn't know I was going to be hosting a podcast with my lovely wife. I didn't know I was going to be an author. Neither should, uh, neither did she until she started writing and we became together. We didn't know we were going to be married. We had no idea who each other were before five years ago. We had no idea. And uh, But I thank God for him giving us who we are and bringing us where we are today. That's all about trials. That's all about direction. God gave us the direction that we needed to go in order to be the people we are today. Yes. And everything that you go through, even your mistakes, God promises to use them. He tells you in Deuteronomy 31, 6, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you that is a promise he promises to always be with us even in our trials and he says in romans eight twenty eight, we know that in all these things god works for those for the good of those who love him who've been called according to his purpose that means everything's going to work out for your good he works out everything for his purpose and his plan he has stuff planned ahead of time for us he says that in ephesians two ten. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us. You see, when the disciples reached the other side of the lake, they were met by a demon-possessed man in the tombs. Hey, the graves, the graveyard, so to speak, the world in which there's nothing but unbelievers in, that is our mission field. And that man in the tombs, that represents those who are spiritually dead because they're going to hang around the graves. In other words, they're going to hang around other people who are spiritually dead. And what happened when he healed him? What happened when he delivered him and set him free? He went about and preached the word of God. He went and told his testimony, and that's what testimony is all about. And you just have to have confidence in what you're saying and who you're saying. But how are you going to get that confidence? How is that going to grow? It's only going to grow by experience. That's where you get your testimony. You get your testimony Your testimony by experience. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the confidence of what we hope for and the assurance of what we do not see. You see, we're all given that command to be disciples. We're all given that command and to go out and preach the word of God. We're all given, and we have the power of the Holy Spirit within us. All we have to do is have the faith to back it up. 
and he says we will do even greater works than these so what's in line for you you don't have to be a preacher you don't have to be a singer you don't have to be the worship leader or host a bible study in your home you can just be you we are all disciples of God you see we're construction workers we're homemakers see we are disciples of God disguised as a homemaker disguised disguised as a construction worker disguised as an office worker and it's our faith like plugging in a cord to a socket that that socket that power when you plug it in it plugs into the power source that's our faith you have you plugged your faith into the power source do you have it rise up in those trials and don't settle for less than what God has for you like Terah did and he died there so then he commanded the next generation Abram to go are you going to make it or is it maybe you're going to have to wait until your next generation that meets your promised land that was meant for you and that he was going to have something maybe even better for your next generation and your children see he says we're going to do greater things yes he does and uh and uh, I'm going to uh, read this a uh, couple of few verses here John 14 12 through 14 Verily, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these. Because I am going to the Father, I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in His in the Son. You may you may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. See, that's all we have to do is ask for His help. How hard is it to ask for help? I do it. Even though I don't like to, why? Because it makes uh, I think sometimes it makes me feel less of a Christian. But thing is, that's what Christians do. We know what we need to do, and we need to do it, and ask for direction to do it in. Because God gives us everything that we ask for, but we just have to believe that He is real, and believe that He is going to come through for us in the end, because He always does. All He, all He asks us for is to call on His name for help. He is there for us. God gave Him for us. And um, we're going to close out here in a minute, but uh, we go, we just want you to remind you to come back here in the next few weeks. And we got uh, part two coming up. It's going to be don't get impatient. Don't stop it because it causes spiritual death. And cry out to God for help and strength. Those are going to be the topics for next week's episode. And uh, I hope we hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, we uh, we love y'all, and uh, we can't be more thrilled about how everything is going in this podcast so far since we started, right, honey? That's right. We we have gotten so much wonderful response from you people, and we couldn't be more blessed. And God called us to do this, as well as everything else we're doing, as far as our speaking events and our. our personal author books which you can every find everything that we do on our website at yournewlifeministries.org and we hope you enjoyed this episode and please follow us on facebook follow us on instagram and don't forget to check out our youtube channel at your new life ministries llc on youtube yes and we just do want to thank y'all we have so many listeners out there and we are truly blessed by y'all why don't y'all drop us a line and say, hey, we're listening, and let us know where you're listening from. And we'll say a prayer over you, each and every one of you. 
So visit our contact us page at yournewlifeministries.org or just email us directly at info at yournewlifeministries.org and let us know where you're listening from and maybe if you have a you got this moment that we can praise God along with you and if you have a prayer request we'll pray for you and hey listen to our podcast you can find our other podcast Donnie's Straight Talk for You or any other episodes of You Got This on our podcast page and uh, check us out there and check us out the written devotions that we publish and if there's a book that you want before you purchase it because you've listened to it here you've heard about it here first why don't you visit that contact us page and say hey there's this book that I want can I get the coupon code and just because you've listened to our podcast we'll send you a 20% off coupon code and we would like to close in a word of prayer to pray over all of y'all Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I ask you to watch over our listeners out there. Lord, I pray that you speak to that one that's going through a hard time, that's feeling so discouraged like they haven't a friend in the world. And they're feeling really hopeless. They don't see an end in sight. God is telling you now, take heart. Reach out and reach up to him that he loves you. He will not let you fall. Trust him, for he's got you. Just look up. And for those that need healing, we just pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you are healed in Jesus' name, because God says, for I am the Lord who heals you. He is Jehovah Rapha, your healer. Reach out and receive that right now, wherever you are, receive that healing and declare I am healed in Jesus name and thank him and praise him for those of you who need a financial miracle I'm praying Lord send it you say you're our Jehovah Jireh our provider so just receive and just believe believe that you have it and it will be yours we just read that believe that you have it anything you ask in his name will be yours so believe that you have that provision and it is on the way in Jesus name and we thank you for that and keep all of our listeners out there healthy and safe lord and if they're in need of a job god give them wisdom because you say any of you who lacks wisdom you should ask god who gives generously so ask him for the wisdom of where to go and where to apply at give them the provision and those maybe you've had some really rough times and you're going to be finding yourself without a home God is your shelter and he will provide that for you. He says, he told, he, sa- he said, it, 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 Moses, he said, I am that I am. That means I am. Whatever you need, I am. He says, I am sent you. That means if you need a healing miracle, that's who he is to you. If you need a financial miracle, that's who he is to you. If you need a place to live, that's who he is to you whatever you need and if you just need a friend it says in the word that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother that's proverbs eighteen ten, i believe just cry out to him now and he's saying he loves you and if you want to receive him as lord for the very first time just pray this prayer with me dear heavenly father i believe that you sent jesus christ that he is your son and i believe that you sent him to die on the cross for my sins and 
I want to ask him right now, forgive me of all my sins, and I want to ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord of my life all the days of my life and to baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Lead me and guide me now. Instruct me as your child every step of the way and help me to grow in you. And I pray this in Jesus' name. And if you just prayed that, we just want to welcome you to the family of God. And we have a free book to help you along the way to get, guide you in what steps to take. Finding a, First, find a good church. And then start reading the Bible. But start in the New Testament, preferably in John. Because that's where Jesus is. And you have to get to know who Jesus is before you can recognize all the symbolism of him in the Old Testament. So start there. And please reach out to us and email us at info at yearnylifeministries.org. And we will send you that free book to help you along the way. Um, and just make sure you include your address. Got to have that in order to send it to you. And reach out to us. And let us know your you got this moment. That's right, guys. And well, don't forget to check out our next week's episode. We're going to finish up part two of Don't Stop, Don't Settle. All right, talk at you later, guys. Bye-bye.